Hey there, Restaurant Pro. It's David Scott Peters, and welcome to episode 81 of the Restaurant Prosperity Formula. I've been coaching restaurant owners since 2003, and the Restaurant Prosperity Formula is based on what the most successful restaurant owners I've worked with do on a daily basis to achieve their success. The basic premise of the formula centers around achieving prosperity, freedom for your restaurant, and the financial freedom you deserve. To achieve prosperity, you have to follow a very specific formula made up of leadership, systems, training, accountability, and taking action. Today, I want to talk about how trust plays a critical role in your manager's success. Let's get started. But first, a word from our sponsor. We all know managing costs is one of the most important parts of running a profitable restaurant, especially now. But between fluctuating vendor prices, waste, labor, and the never-ending list of tasks that demand your attention on a daily basis, it can be challenging for even the most experienced of us to manage costs well. That's where Margin Edge comes in. Margin Edge is a complete restaurant management software that automatically uses data from your POS and invoices to show you food and labor costs in real time. Don't wait until it's too late. Margin Edge gives you tools to make decisions in the moment, like a daily P&L, price alerts on key ingredients, and real-time plate costs, all without ever having to touch a spreadsheet. Take control of your costs, work more efficiently, and be more profitable. Go to www.marginedge.com forward slash DSP to learn more and schedule your demo today. In our industry, we often focus on numbers and performance. Heck, I focus a lot on budgets and KPIs as a restaurant coach myself. But I recently ran across a TikTok video, that's right, a TikTok video, of Simon Sinek, who shared a management insight that literally dropped my jaw. First of all, who is Simon Sinek and why would I want us to listen to his insights? Simon Sinek is a renowned author, motivational speaker, and organizational consultant best known for popularizing the concept of why in his first TED Talk, one of the most watched TED Talks on TED.com. With books like Start With Why and Leaders Eat Last, he has inspired leaders and organizations around the world to focus on purpose, leadership, and creating positive organizational culture. Here's the insight he shared. He articulated an idea of what makes a manager great. And it wasn't what, well, we're probably all thinking right now. Simon basically said, a medium or even a low performer with high trust is more valuable than a high performer with low trust. Think about that for a moment. We'll get back to it. Now, how did he come up with that conclusion? Well, he said he was working with the Navy and kind of on a break there, he, he asked them, how do they pick the guys who go into SEAL Team 6? Because they're the best of the best of the best. He went on to say that in response to his question, they drew him a graph. On the Y-axis going up, they wrote the word performance. And on the X-axis going across the bottom, they wrote, wrote the word trust. They defined performance as their performance on the battlefield and trust as performance off the battlefield. In the restaurant business, performance would be hitting your food cost targets, labor cost targets, sales projections, and so on, right? The KPI side of the business, the numbers, the measurable part of the business. Now we went on to say trust again is what kind of person you are off the battlefield. The way the Navy put it was when somebody is trusted, if you will, what, what makes that, how do you measure trust? They put it in a phrase that said, I may trust you with my life, but would I trust you with my money and my wife? A very Navy skill thing to say. They said, 
Nobody wants the low performer with low trust. Everybody wants the high performer with high trust. They went on to say that they learned that the person who is in, well, a high performer and low trust is a toxic leader. In the restaurant business, how often have you seen this? The great chef, right? With great accolades, incredible food that drives people away because of how he or she treats their team. Or the greatest server you have on your team is the worst trainer because they're natural at what they do and they're impatient as hell and they make people feel small when they're training them. In his presentation, Simon explained that the Navy would rather have a medium performer with high trust or a low performer with high trust over a high performer with low trust. Think about that. If we go up and we, we say somebody's really, really a high performer, but they've got low trust, they don't want them. But if they're a medium performer and they have really high trust, right? They come all over here, really high trust, they want them. If they're a low performer with really high trust, they want them. He went on to remind us that basically to his audience, that the Navy SEALs are one of the highest performing organizations on the planet. And again, that they would rather have a medium performer with, with high trust over a high performer with low trust. Basically that performance isn't everything. There's more to that. And that trust piece is key. He said that the problem that we have in business is we're lopsided when we measure anything. Our metrics are lopsided. We have millions, millions of ways, million and one way, however you want to say it, to measure performance. But negligible to no metrics to measure a person's trustworthiness. So what do we end up doing? We end up promoting and bonusing toxicity in our businesses, which is a bad thing for the long term, the long term game, right? Because they eventually destroy the whole organization. Think about that statement for a moment. We end up promoting and bonusing toxicity in our businesses. In our case, as the restaurant people, that means your restaurant keeps high performing managers, right? They're hitting their numbers, doing all these things, but they create drama. Maybe these managers are creating drama in your business. They have create high turnover, a negative work environment, but because they're hitting their numbers, we want to keep them. Ultimately, by keeping this high performer as your leader in your business, who has low trust, they end up tearing your business apart. Simon went on to say that the next part is super simple and actually made me laugh out loud. No shit, I laughed. He said, the irony is, it's unbelievably easy to find the people who are your high performers with low trust. He said, go to any team and ask them who's the asshole. And they'll all point to the same person. He said, equally, you go to any team and ask them, who do you trust more than anybody else? Who's always got your back? And when it, the chips are down, they'll be there with you. They will also point to the same person, right? Everybody knows who these two people are. The person they're pointing to in this case is the best gifted or natural leader who is creating an environment for everybody else to succeed. In your restaurant, trust is the glue that holds everything together. It's what makes your team feel connected, valued, and motivated to give their best. 
It's not just about how fast a server can take orders or how many dishes a chef can prepare. It's about the integrity, reliability, and the relationships they build with you, their team members, and the customers. And they may not be your highest individual performer, but that person, you had better keep them on your team because they are your glue to your business. So how do we build this trust? It starts with leadership and that should sound familiar because of the restaurant prosperity formula that I teach. So let's translate how that fits with my restaurant prosperity formula made up of leadership, systems, training, accountability, and taking action. When it comes to leadership, show empathy, be transparent and communicate openly. Your team needs to know that you're, that they're valued and that when you value them, it's beyond just the performance metrics that they're people. How about systems? Implement clear systems that everybody understands. This creates a fair and consistent environment where trust can flourish because everybody's being held to the same standard. How about training? Invest in training, equip your team with the skills they need and they'll trust you to support their growth and success. Accountability, one of my favorites. Hold everyone accountable, including yourself. Trust is built when promises are kept and expectations are met. That's a pretty heavy statement, isn't it? And finally, taking action. Talk is cheap. Show your commitment to trust by taking consistent action. Let's look at some real world examples. How about Danny Meyer's Union Square Hospitality Group? This is a shining example of trust-centered culture. They prioritize their staff's well-being and create an environment where everybody feels valued and supported. Another example, maybe not as widely known as Danny Meyer, is the famous Zingerman's Community of Businesses, which includes a bakery, creamery, coffee company, and Zingerman's Delicatessen founded in 1982 by Paul Saginaw and Ari Weinzenwig. They've built a culture where everyone, from the dishwasher to the manager, is involved in decision-making. This inclusivity fosters trust and a sense of ownership. Let me show you. Here's how they structured their businesses. With open book management, they practice open book management where the financials information that, that well, it's provided and shared with all the staff members. This transparency fosters trust and a sense of ownership among the employees. They basically have a consensus decision-making process. Employees at all levels are involved in decision-making processes, promoting a sense of empowerment and collaboration. They really invest in training and development. They invest heavily in employee training and development, including leadership programs to ensure that the staff members have opportunities for growth and advancement. When it comes to their culture and values, when it comes to customer service, Zingerman's is renowned for its exceptional customer service, often going above and beyond and creating memorable experiences for, for their customers. When it comes to community engagement, the organization is deeply involved with the local community, supporting various causes and initiatives. And when it comes to focusing on quality, each business within their group emphasizes quality products, whether it's artisan breads, gourmet cheeses, or carefully sourced coffee. 
In summary, Zagerman's community of businesses stands as a testament to the power of community, collaboration, transparency, and quality. It's a model that resonates well with the principles of leadership systems, training, accountability, and taking action that I emphasize in my coaching program. And it offers valuable lessons for restaurant owners seeking to build a thriving and trusting team. Please know, I'm not suggesting that you copy and embrace all of what Zigerman's is doing. I merely share it with you as an example. You have to do what fits you. As long as you're working towards building trust in your restaurant, that's the key. So what can we take away from Simon Sinek's insights and these real world examples I just provided you? Trust is not merely a buzzword. It's vital. It's a vital ingredient to your restaurant's success recipe. Here's what you can do to start today to build that trust. You can start by assessing your current trust levels, talk to your team, gather feedback, and understand where you stand today. You can implement trust building practices, use principles we discussed today to foster a culture of trust. You can monitor and adjust. Trust building is an ongoing process. Keep an eye on it and make adjustments as needed. Remember, trust is more than performance. It's about creating an environment where everybody can thrive. Inspired by Simon Sinek and guided by the restaurant prosperity formula, let's make trust a cornerstone of your success. If you'd like to learn more about controlling your labor costs and ask me questions directly, be sure to join me live every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific time on YouTube, travel scheduled permitting, where I'll get you pumped about the upcoming weekend, get you excited about crushing your goals and finding the motivation to be the best you possible. Plus, I'll answer your burning questions live. Hey, that was an awesome episode. I wanna thank you for taking the time to take action on building a better, more prosperous restaurant. Before you go, I wanna give you these three thoughts. One, by combining leadership and taking action with systems and training being checked by accountability, you are on your way to creating prosperity for you and your restaurant. Two, I have something I need from you. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you happen to listen to podcasts. By leaving us a review, other restaurant pros seeking out this information are able to find it. I read the reviews and hearing how this information has benefited you does wonders for me. And three, if you find any of the discussions helpful, share them. The more restaurant pros who have access to them, the better we become as an industry. For more restaurant resources or to get in contact with me, connect with me at davidscottpeters.com. Be passionate about what you're doing. Be persistent, but more importantly, become better and help everyone around you become better. And your restaurant is going to kick some ass.